Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening here in Thailand. Welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kira Mack, as always, and delighted you've been able to tune in with us yet again for another show. Now, before we do get started, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell so that YouTube will let you know when the next show is available on the platform. If you like listening to us on a podcast player, look down below in the description. You'll find a link to all the available podcast players. And finally, if you like the show, if you want to support the show, there's a vast amount of ways to do that. Firstly, you can go down below into the description. There's a link for buy me a coffee or you can pin one of your comments and buy a super chat on our super chat in the chat uh, section here, just like Gordon Duncan has done a few minutes ago. And thank you, Gordon, as always, for your support. So now that's all done and dusted. A couple of other quick things. Firstly, sorry about last night. The stream disappeared halfway through or towards the end. And unfortunately, it was um, more my fault than anything else. Uh, I made a slight mistake with a mic uh, connection and it all went pear-shaped. But tonight we are using a new computer. We have uh, different things hooked up. So we're hopefully going to get a good stream tonight all the way to. Good night, Fight for Icarus. Uh, Greetings from, oh, Philippines. How are you? Very nice to see you, sir. Uh, So... Yeah, last night was a bit my fault than anything else. And sorry, I actually deleted the video because I, the last three minutes was just complete silence. And I think it missed most of the, the parts that we were talking about during the show. And I think that was the most important part. Of course, knowing that you were talking to yourself for three minutes is also a funny uh, thing that happened. But this is technology. And as I live stream, I will get to understand the things that can happen and understand YouTube a little bit more but we have four stories and we're going to come back to the story you spoke about last night in relation to these new tax laws for thailand and that will be at the end of the show but we'll go through the first three stories and then we'll talk about that towards the end because uh, a lot of people had a lot of things to say about it but firstly let's jump into the first story of the day the government uh, well it's been called a military budget has been slammed by the opposition government Opposition parties criticise the government's military budget, claiming it contradicts the Puatai's party's commitment to downsize and reform the armed forces. Now, Ekarat Udomanu of the Move Forward Party highlights its concerns over the Defence Ministry's requested budget increase of 3.8 billion baht for 2024, questioning whether it aligns with downsizing plans. He notes a continuous rise in military personnel spending, constituting 55% of the total budget, raising doubts about the intended downsizing. Additionally, Criticisms include the Defence Ministry's secret budget and a constant 565 million baht allocation for military position allowances. The debate also touches on reduced spending for arms procurement with concerns about long-term debt. The budget for addressing unrest in the Deep South faces scrutiny with claims of excessive funds and questionable allocations. Now, Prime Minister Sareta Tavasin responded by emphasizing the improved situation in the South and expressing openness to considering opinions on the budget. The budget will, uh, the budget bill is seeking 3.48 trillion baht. It faces a vote following the conclusion of the debate. Government MPs and cabinet ministers have not responded to the opposition's concerns about the downsizing. So, in essence, this has been going on a while. I think. 
Gordon, maybe, maybe. And uh, I'll talk with you later, Gordon. Maybe I'll uh, give you my email address after. But um, just on that story alone, the Thai party also ran on pledges to reform the military, cut spending, cut various aspects of it. Of course, they didn't do that because, well, they wanted to get into power. And as soon as they realized the move forward party weren't going to be able to get the amount of votes to get into uh, government. The first thing they did, the second thing they did was join forces with some of the pro-military old guard from the previous government. And I think this is one of the main reasons why we haven't seen the cuts that was expected to happen. Also, I, I think they're treading lightly. I mean, as you know, we had the coup, we had a nine years of a junta government in essence here in the country. And I think they didn't want to jump too quickly into cutting the army's budget. As you know, also know, the army here in Thailand is exceptionally powerful as seen by the amount of ministers with colonel and general in front of their name and of course the amount of coups that Thailand's had over the last 20 years or so here in the country so I think they're treading a bit lightly it's no real excuse but you know I think you probably could see it exactly why they haven't slashed and burned their budget at the beginning I just can't see it within the life of this government either happening but nevertheless uh, that is where we are in terms of that and it's an awful lot amount of money they're looking for I mean uh, the um the army have secret budgets uh, along with a, a very big allowance 565 million for um allowances seems like an awful lot of money but nevertheless we'll jump on to the next story now so chinese online travel agents reveals 90 percent surge in searches in searches about thailand now following the announcement of pre-travel visa exemptions for chinese and thai tourists starting march 1st searches using thailand related keywords surged by 90% within an hour. Now, the senior director of Trip.com for Thailand, Vietnam and the Philippines, says the searches for flights from Shanghai and Beijing to Bangkok jumped by more than 40%, while China-related searches on Trip.com's Thai platform soared by over 80%. The governor of the Tourism Authority of Thailand said the bilateral visa exemption agreement between Thailand and China will help to revitalize the tourism industry, adding that airfares are likely to reduce because this policy will encourage an increase in flights between the two countries. The Tata set a goal of 8 million Chinese tourists visiting Thailand in 2024. Roughly 3.51 million Chinese came in 2023. Now, to reach this target, the ministry, uh, the Minister of Tourism and Sports suggested that the TAT should do more marketing in Thailand, especially in secondary cities. Most Chinese people living in such places have never traveled to Thailand. Attracting them to Thailand will require budgets for marketing and public relations. And of course, they would love to have more budgets <laughs> they would love to have extra money um i think uh, we discovered during the pandemic certainly that the tourism authority of thailand have no problem with spending their budget each and every year and in fact uh, additional budgets need to be allocated to them in terms of the surge in uh, searches for thailand um great seeing lots of searches but we need to see a conversion to bookings in order for them to uh, you know see some uh, real revitalization in the Chinese tourism uh, market. I still think China have, there's an issue with Thailand in terms of safety for Chinese people. I, I think the whole thing, as we spoke about before, in terms of um, crime, scams, kidnapping, murders here in Thailand of Chinese nationals, that has been a big turnoff. Also, I, I think uh, some of you may remember a couple of months ago, the prime minister even spoke about having Chinese police 
on the beat here in Thailand and sharing key information with their Chinese counterparts. And I think that would be a huge turnoff also for Chinese citizens who come here. I mean, because China and Thailand are significantly different in what you can and can't do. And I think Chinese people wouldn't be too keen on something like that. In relation to Chinese people coming here, never have an issue with Chinese people. In fact, the ones that I've met have always been very, very nice. Thailand is open to everyone. And, you know, the more Chinese that visit, hopefully not in these group tours where a lot of the money doesn't even make it to Thailand. But foreign independent traveler travel uh, tourism has certainly increased amongst Chinese, which is a real benefit, obviously, to Thai people because they are spending directly at hotels, directly in Thai restaurants and directly on airlines and airfares and all that. So it can only be good for Thailand. Um, hopefully, the idea of the free visa does work out for them and hopefully we don't see any more negative publicity that may turn Chi Chinese people off coming to the country. Now, something that was inevitably going to happen and we're going to see, talk about that in a second, is, uh, was... In my opinion, inevitable that this was going to happen, but agencies told to deal with noise from pub opening hour extension. Now, this was bound to happen because I don't believe they ever had a proper public consultation. So members of the public have filed 5,785 complaints about noise since December 15th, when the rule allowing pubs, bars and entertainment venues in selected areas of Bangkok, Phuket, Chambari, Chiang Mai and Koh Samui to remain open until 4 a.m. Into, uh, into 4 a.m. According to a source from the government house, the cabinet has now instructed the interior ministry to find ways to deal with these disruptions and report progress to the office of the prime minister every quarter. While services within hotels are also allowed to operate until 4 a.m. in accordance with national hotel regulations, entertainment venues permitted to operate until that time must strictly comply with the law, especially the Entertainment Places Act and the Alcohol Beverage Control Act. Sales of alcohol beverages to people under 20 and people who fail to remain conscious after getting drunk are prohibited. According to the Office of the Prime Minister, 57,399 complaints were made in the fiscal year of 2023 lower than the 67,000 in the fiscal year of 2022. Complaints over disruptive noise from restaurants, entertainment venues or festival gatherings topped the overall complaints of 5,785 cases. 5,600 have been, 5,600 of those have been resolved. I think this was inevitable, this was going to happen. They spoke when they were, I remember distinctly listening to this, they spoke about they'd have to talk to all the stakeholders, including residents, before they did that. But in essence, I don't think they actually did. They just opened up. They, they're, they're kind of nearly money-hungry in, in these areas. And yes, residents weren't consulted about it. And I think that has been the issue. And obviously, how do bars, entertainment venues control the noise after their clients have left. But also, you know, if you're in a late night venue till four in the morning, they're still going to be playing music, still going to be having the crack and all that there. So it's going to be loud and it will disrupt people. So this is something, obviously, a negative effect of what they have done. I've seen real no surge in accidents in terms of the nighttime and when uh, when these uh, when these uh, the bars close. So it doesn't seem to have an effect yet, but only time will tell overall in terms of accidents and whatnot. But uh, one of the things I don't know if you've read is that if you're extremely drunk, you have to stay in the bar and you'll be breathalyzed until you're able to li literally go home. But I wonder how that's working out at the moment. We haven't heard much feedback about that. Oh, good evening, Samantha. And welcome to the show. Uh, 
So the last story, and this is the one that we were talking about yesterday. And um, let me just check the stream. It's excellent and it's healthy. Uh, this is sometimes my problem. I don't look down to see how all is going. But the last story, and that's the one, the main story. We were talking about this last night, and I want to go back into it. I found a little more of a story, a little more research done. But Thailand tweaks of tax regulation on foreign income sparks confusion and worries among expats. Now, on the first day of 2024, recently tweaked regulation on foreign income remitted to Thailand by Thai citizens and foreign residents will come into effect much to the dismay of the expatriate retirees and investors in foreign assets. Now, the new instruction announced by... Now, it's an instruction. I think this is a key part of it. Announced by the Revenue Department on September 15th is a revised interpretation of a long-standing tax regulation, which now states that any income from a foreign source derived by a Thai, indivi a Thai individual tax resident is subject to personal income tax when brought into Thailand. Now, for nearly 40 years, Thai tax residents had used a different interpretation of the law that was established back in 1987. That law stated that foreign sourced income was exempt from personal income tax if it was brought into Thailand in a calendar year following the year it was received. Now, this interpretation was a loophole of sorts for those with offshore businesses or assets, as they would only remit their foreign earnings the year after they were earned, thus avoiding tax payment. Now, in my view, the new interpretation is consistent with the law, uh, with the law has always said, said Jonathan Stewart, a tax partner of Mazars of Thailand. It's just that Thailand's always had a lucky break. There has been this narrow interpretation on the table for a long time. The change to the tax rule was made just weeks after former property tycoon Sareta Tavasim became prime minister, as well as finance minister, with his new government ushering in a slew of large stimulus and relief measures that are putting a strain on the national budget. In the days leading up to the announcement of the tax change, Thailand implemented the Common Reporting Standard, an internationally agreed standard for the automatic exchange of financial account information among members of the Organisation for Economic Cooperation and Development. Doing so makes it easier for Thailand's Revenue Department to crack down on tax evasion on foreign assets and earnings and ensuring compliance. The law, however, is vague on taxation of benefits and pensions, which depends largely on the details in Thailand's double taxation treaties with some 61 nations. Social security benefits for US retirees, for instance, are tax-exempt under the US-Thailand tax treaty, but for pensions, tax treatment depends on the details of each such treaty. What's clear for now is the tweaked tax rulings will go into effect and have gone into effect on January 1st, which means it applies to foreign income earned after January 1st, 2023. Now, observers said the ruling will be good news for the Thai government's long-term resident visa scheme, and this is a quite interesting fact, which hopes to attract 1 million wealthy global citizens or highly skilled foreigners over the next five years and generate 800 billion baht, that's about $30 billion dollars, uh, in new investment. Those who obtain the LTR visa are exempted from paying personal income tax on their foreign assets or earnings. And that's a very interesting point about that LTR. Since the launch of the scheme in September 22, over 3,000 LTRs have been granted to foreigners. Now, according to sources, in the weeks since the September 15th announcement of the new tax re regulation, there has been a 14% increase in LTR applications.
Now, some analysts agree that the new law was designed primarily to impose taxes on wealthy Thais who have been increasingly investing their savings abroad in foreign stock markets, bonds or property. Now, the value of Thai investments in foreign capital markets reached 106 billion US dollars in 2022, and that's according to the Bank of Thailand statistics. The central bank relaxed its regulations on money transfers abroad by Thai nationals in 2019, sparking a surge in investments in foreign wealth, funds and capital markets by both middle-income Thais and high-net-worth individuals seeking better returns on their money. Now, the Prime Minister has defended the tax tweak as part of his government's policy to mitigate income inequality, but observers doubt that Thailand's super-wealthy class will be affected much, if at all. This policy will directly affect the financial well-being of the middle class in Thailand due to the necessity for this group to bring funds back to Thailand for domestic consumption. Now, the high net uh, wealth uh, class are not constrained by such requirements, and this is according to uh, a Bangkok Wealth Asset Management Fund. So I was looking then, and I read another article later on. So let me go through so much here. Sorry. Uh, Hi, my greetings from a cold wet bit. Hello from England, Fridge. Uh, no noise restrictions here in South America. Oh, hello, and Gordon. So with me is a better I get out here. See, I don't know. So another thing was, and Gordon, you made this point last night. I remember seeing it in the chat before the chat disappeared. Um, was that how would they know the difference between savings and income being brought in from abroad? Now, according to the top guy within the elite visa, uh, the privileges company that run this, they say that the tax that the uh, revenue department in Thailand sees no difference between savings or income brought in. And that to me is a little bit of a, a scary part, is that they don't see any difference between it. And I guess we spoke last night, is how do you prove one is income as one is savings? And that to me is the issue here. But do I think it's really going to affect expats here in the country i don't think so i don't think this is designed to go after expats i think as the article said it's designed to go after the people rich ties who've been investing money for years abroad and bringing it back to thailand tax-free but of course as the article also says those people can afford to leave their money abroad it's the kind of the middle class who've invested and need that money to be brought back in to be able to live and continue living and make purchases or it might affect more as I said last night, the government, they know everything that goes into your bank account. The revenue department have access and they can see all the transactions and how much goes into your accounts. As, as my wife once informed me, they, they knew what had gone into her bank account, which is quite scary that they were able to pull that information up so quickly. So do I see this as some, but I don't think this is going to affect expats here on retirement visas or or people you know if, if you want to buy an apartment i don't think it's going to affect you in that way i just don't think the revenue department are interested in that kind of money what i think they are interested in and also there's the issue that if you have to pay tax if you to go through that you have to have a tax number which means you have to go down to the ta- to tax the revenue department and start getting tax numbers filling out forms and that's going to be extra work on top of that for them as well and you know how Thai bureaucracy and government offices are here. They hate the extra work. They, they nearly get rid of you rather than do the extra work. So I do think it's not really targeted at expats and, and people coming here to retire and, you know, even work or what, what not. But I'd love to know what you think, guys, down below in the comment section. 
who have to win the election. The election is always been a, a funny one, a strange old country when it came to the election, but so it was. But in relation to, Gordon, what you're saying, I mean, it, it depends. The LTR is, I was finding out some details about the LTR Not sorry, no uh, non-government bank accounts do not register. What do you mean by non-government bank accounts? I'll tell you, Gordon. You and I would have, be able to have a great chat face to face. I'd say I'd say we could keep going for quite a while. Um, but one of the things was about the LTR and that LTR visa, which is what they've been trying to peddle to people for quite a while. They claimed it was for wealthy global citizens, wealthy pensioners, uh, work from Thailand professionals, and highly skilled professionals. But I was reading on, on this that one of the, uh, it's a 10-year visa, multiple re-entry permits, uh, fast-track service and all that. But the one thing that uh, annual report to the Immigration Bureau, so no 90-day reporting, but tax exemption on earnings from outside Thailand. And I wonder, is this what they're having also in the back of their mind to push people onto these kind of visas? Of course, these visas cost a lot more money to, to get and uh i forget how much they are but they're, they're expensive I remember doing we did a show on this before employment person one step shop yeah so i mean these visas maybe this is part of the idea is to push people onto these visas and, and get people signed up for them i'm not really sure but i don't think it will yeah i understand what you mean yes castlecorn is not a government bank and also scb as i said my wife's experience was that her uh, account was, they were able to see what had gone into all her accounts. So I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. As I said, that's what she told me because she was kind of shocked when they told her on the phone too. Ah, Krung Thai is government. So maybe, the, may, maybe Krung Thai. What about Krung Si, Gordon? Is Krung Si a government bank? I was wondering if they'd tax military pensions. That would be annoying. Well, flight from Icarus... I don't think your pensions are going to get taxed because you would have already paid tax in your own country. I think it depends on the uh, treaty with your country. But from America, no. From what I, I read in the article, it says American pensions would not be taxed. And I think that's the case for most countries. I, I don't think the pensions will be taxed at all. Uh, but it, I think they more mean like investment income and maybe and stuff like that. That's what more the focus is on and obviously bond shares and stuff like that. Oh, Krungsi, no. Okay. Because it was actually a Krungsi account, I remember now. It was a Krungsi account she spoke about. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. But anyway, we'll have a li little bit delve more into that to find out. I'm going to try get more information on it too, uh, Gordon, so we can talk about it a, a, a lot more. Um, but anyway, folks, that's it for tonight. We got 25 minutes, I'm feeling, and the stream was excellent and healthy, and it didn't cut out, so we'll take our win tonight. But anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in, as always. I'll be back again tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, with four new stories for you. Have a great evening. Have a great day tomorrow. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you tomorrow evening, 7 o'clock. Thanks again, as usual. Good night. Take care. Bye-bye.